Entrepreneur on Fire 628. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful entrepreneurs. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. All the benefits of a professional phone system wherever you are. That's eVoice. Go to eVoice.com, sign up for your free trial, and enter promo code FIRE for an additional $5 off per month. That's eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. Protect your family, protect your future. For special savings, visit LegalZoom.com and enter promo code FIRE in the referral box at checkout. LegalZoom was developed by top attorneys to provide self-help services at your specific direction, but they're not a law firm. Legal help is furnished through vetted independent attorneys. What's shaking, Fire Nation? John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Dave Arnold. Dave, are you prepared to ignite... I'm sizzling right now. I'm ready to do this. Dave is an author, blogger, speaker, coach, advocate for immigrants and the displaced, and a husband and a father. He writes and speaks about how we can find our purpose in the alley, the hard and challenging places of life, and live out our calling. Dave, I've just given our listeners a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Sounds good, John. So I'm a husband. I've been married 14 years. Kind of hard to believe it's been that long, but 14 years. And I have two children, a four-year-old son and a brand new baby. She's actually four months old, a baby girl. So we are quite busy at home for sure. (laughs) Very active toddler and a newborn. So life is fun and interesting at times. So yes. Um, For the last 15 years, I've been involved in a variety of leadership roles, including both in the church, in the faith arena, as well as in the non-for-profit world. So I worked in the inner city of Chicago for a number of years with a non-for-profit organization called World Relief, and World Relief does refugee resettlement. So I had a really cool job. Basically, I got to help newly arrived refugee families who had just gone through a very hard and horrific time because of civil war or some kind of persecution and help them resettle to American life, you know, helping them, empowering them, you know, helping them with jobs, helping them to adjust to American life, to learn the language and so forth. It was a really cool experience. And so in 2011, my family and I moved to the Detroit area where my wife is from originally in Dearborn, Michigan, which is the birthplace of Henry Ford, one of the greatest entrepreneurs of all time. And uh, I work with uh, refugees and immigrants here as well. And just about two years ago, a little under actually, I started my online business. So I'm pretty new to this. And I've taken all these experiences I've had working with people from all over the world and kind of bundled it up, if you will, and use it to really inspire people, to add value, to uh, just help people live out their passions and calling. So it's a little bit about me. Well, cool, Dave. We're going to dive into more about you later on in our interview because that's how we roll here at Entrepreneur on Fire. But before we do, we always start with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. Sure. This is by Seth Godin, and it's, uh, the road to comfort is crowded and rarely gets you there. Ironically, it's those who seek out discomfort that are able to make a difference and find their footing. Dave, what does that quote mean to you? Take it down to your level, the Dave Arnold level, and how it can really apply to Fire Nation. 
Absolutely. Well, I think we love comfort, and there's really nothing wrong with comfort. Comfort food, you know, it's important, obviously. But the problem with comfort is that we don't grow when we're comfortable, right? We're, we don't grow when we're not pushed or we're not facing a challenge or we're not facing a risk of some degree. And so comfort actually allow, really makes us passive instead of active. And I think what Godin's getting at is that we grow the most, we thrive when we're on that narrow path of discomfort. So that's what I really believe it means to me. And one of the things I say is, uh, is that we often discover our purpose in the alley. And that's something I came up with when I lived in Chicago, a city full of alleys. And basically what I mean by that is that the alley is a place of struggle, of grit, of challenge, of the unexpected. But that's the place that we grow because it pushes us out of ourselves and really helps us to make an impact and do meaningful work. Well, Dave, I love that quote. I love how you expounded upon that. And just in honor of Henry Ford, where, you know, we've already been talking about him and you guys coming up in the same town, I need to give a little Henry Ford quote. I rarely do this, but if you think you can or you can't, Fire Nation, you're right. And I love that Henry Ford mm. quote. It's always been a great one. It's a great mm. mindset shift for entrepreneurs. And speaking of mindset shifts, Dave, I want to talk about your journey, but in particular, a story, a story of a time that you failed. I want you to really take us there, Dave, bring it down to the ground level. We want to be there with you when you failed, when you fell flat on your face. Tell us that story and the lessons you learned. Absolutely. So when we moved to the Detroit area, I was offered a job as the executive director of a small organization uh, that worked with refugees and immigrants in Detroit, uh, in the west side, a west side neighborhood of Detroit. And I was kind of told what the job was going to be like. You know, it was a certain a number of students that were coming for the school to learn English and people coming to learn about how to become citizens and, and immigration process and all that kind of stuff. And uh, about a month before I came to Detroit, we were still in Chicago. We were selling our house and packing up and moving, getting ready to move. I got a call that basically said one of the staff people, one of the main staff people quit and she had some conflict with the former director, and so she quit, and as a result, a number of volunteers had left, leaving basically me with one volunteer. And uh, so I got to Detroit, and I came to the center, and uh, thought there was like a pretty thriving student body, and really there was like five students. <laughs> so I was like, okay, what is going on? This is not what I signed up for. And, uh, and, and really, the neighborhood that the center was in was really bad. It was getting really bad. It was riddled with drugs and gangs and prostitution. And so people weren't coming because they were afraid. And people had moved out of the community that had been there for a number of years. So I'm kind of stuck in this position where I'm like, okay, how do I get this going again? And there's rarely, there's no, nobody here. And there's, I have one volunteer. And so about six months of really just pounding the pavement, getting out there, trying to market, you know, it wasn't working. And I remember coming to the center one night and nobody came. And this was like the third or fourth time it happened. I was just sitting there alone and I just kind of broke down. You know, I mean, Niagara Falls, man, I just started crying. You know, it's like, oh, what am I doing? And I remember praying and being like, God, what is going on? Like, this is not what I signed up for. And I, when I kind of came to my senses and composed myself, got in my car and I went to visit 
one of the students that used to come to the center. And we had a great time, a great conversation. And it kind of hit me and dawned on me that, you know, I had been focusing so much on the numbers, you know, on the organization, on the building, that I forgot about what it's really about, which is relationships. So in a sense, it was a good thing that happened. But I mean, it was hard. I felt like just such a failure. Like, I just suck at this right now. I can't make this happen. So it was a tough tough thing. But the lesson that I learned from it was that sometimes a closed door will lead to another open door. It'll be even better than you could possibly imagine. And that's what happened with me. So Fire Nation, we oftentimes as entrepreneurs get so caught up in the numbers. How many downloads did my podcast get today? How many shares did my blog post get? How many retweets did my tweet get? We get so wrapped up in these numbers and a lot of them are just that. They're just numbers. They're just vanity metrics. But when you can take that mentality that Dave talks about of really focusing on the relationship, of really just making connections with one person at a time and realize that that's exactly what they are, a real person, things can definitely move forward. And I love that entire wrap-up that you just gave, Dave, You know about how one closed door can lead to another opportunity. And Fire mm-hmm. Nation, we're going to encounter many, many closed doors in our lives. And it's what we do when we're faced with that door in our face that's going to really result in success or failure during our journey. So Dave, that was my major takeaway. Share with Fire Nation just one, because you dropped a lot of value bombs there. What's the (laughs) one takeaway that you want us, Fire Nation, to implement into our lives from that story? Sure. I think a great takeaway is to always be a learner. You know, whatever experience we we go through, whether difficult or challenging or positive, you know, always learn from that and build on that. Because if we're not, if we're kind of closed off to learning and we think we've kind of made it or whatever, then it's really hard to to overcome things and to continue to move forward because we're kind of, we get stuck. And so I think to be a constant learner is a really great thing. That's what I try to do with this experience. You know, I, I learn from it immensely. You know, I, I'm, I'm grateful for it because it taught me so much and it really kind of built my character and kind of chiseled away some of my own ego and so forth. So, so Dave, I want to transition this story right now. I want to transition this journey that we're on to the other end of the spectrum and talk about an aha moment that you've had at some point in your career, in your journey as an entrepreneur. So just like you told us that story of the waterfalls came on and you went to a client's house and you made that connection with that boy and just really realized where the importance lay. Do that same type of storytelling for this aha moment. Take us there in that moment of time and share with us the lessons you learned and how you turned that idea into success. Absolutely. So it kind of goes along with the story I just shared. It was a little bit before actually this experience. And I was really struggling, you know, I was feeling the stress and I'd been going for so long, so hard, just doing so many hours. And I was really kind of burnt out. And my wife and I just had our first child and, and uh, she was kind of sick and had some complications because of that. And I remember she, my wife spoke to me and said something to me that really just impacted me. She said, Dave, you know, if you could do anything, you know, what, what would the three things, the three things that most make you feel alive, 
what would those three things be? And write those down. And it really just hit me. I was like, yeah, you know, that, that's really good because I've been doing so many things and good things, but I kind of lost focus and I was just doing too much. And so she said to me, you know, what are those three things that make you feel alive? And so I got out a journal and I wrote down three things. Number one, writing. Number two, speaking. And number three, helping people, which then later on turned into coaching. And those three things I wrote down and I looked at it over and over again and slowly but surely started to move toward that, implementing those three things into my life. And when the center uh, situation happened and you know, eventually the building ended up closing, it really gave me an opportunity to move toward doing these three things. And that's when I started my online business. You know, I didn't, John, to be honest, I didn't really think about starting my own business prior to that. You know, I was kind of set in this path and I thought this is, you know, my future and so forth. And it it all kind of unraveled. And so those, that conversation I had with my wife and those three things that I wrote down in my journal uh, months before really came to the surface. And I said, okay, I need to do this. I need to focus on these things because sometimes, you know, good things that we do aren't necessarily best things. You know what I mean? and can hurt us in the long run. And actually, I wasn't doing the best things. I wasn't doing the things that make me feel most alive. Fire Nation, one major takeaway from this story that Dave just told us is how powerful the law of attraction can be. He Mm. sat down, he wrote out what was most important to him, what made him most alive, and he had that as his goal, and he had that there, and he just continued to look at it, to think about it, to focus on those three things, and slowly but surely, those started to become reality. So Fire Nation, sit down, write it out on a piece of paper, make it real, put it somewhere that you can see. The law of attraction works in mysterious ways for sure, but it always is working behind the scenes if you only let it. And that's Mm. really the takeaway that I got from that story, Dave, but I definitely want you to share with Fire Nation again, just what's the one thing of all of those value bombs you dropped that you would want Fire Nation to walk away with? I think it's the principle of less is more. When we focus on less, those those few things that we really are passionate about, really uh, make us feel alive, then we actually do more rather than focusing on so many different things. And I think one of the tendencies for uh, as entrepreneurs, I, I can speak for myself, is to focus on too many things and then get distracted and then get busy. And busyness obviously can be a good thing. Uh, productivity and so forth, but it also can be a negative thing if we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. So I think the principle of less, less is more is really powerful. Dave, we need to avoid the weapons of mass distraction. They're <laughs> everywhere. They're all over the place. That bright, shiny object syndrome will take you down if you let it. And Dave, you said the word focus a number of times. Fire Nation knows it's my favorite word. The acronym for focus, Dave, follow one course until success. Yeah. So Dave, you had a lot of incredibly awesome moments as an entrepreneur, but I want you to take us to a story, to a moment in time that you would consider your proudest entrepreneurial moment. When I was working with the non-for-profit organization World Relief, I had a client who was a refugee from Burundi, Africa, and he was in a refugee camp for 36 years. 36 years. And he was one of the most incredible, like, joy-filled people I'd ever met. 
you know, and he came to the U.S. and started learning English. And probably one of the proudest moments for me is when, you know, I had been working with him and, and, and taking him to appointments, helping him try to get a job. Is I remember the, they, they rang my phone in my office and said, come to the, to the main, the main uh, office, the front office, and your client wants to see you. And I came out and he was there and just shining from, you know, ear to ear or smiling from ear to ear and uh, just said, Mr. Dave, I got a job. It was his first job ever. I mean, ever. He had never had a job before. And I mean, he was crying and I started crying and, <laughs> you know, I'm hugging him and he had very broken English, you know, and it was just such a cool experience. And I've never forgotten that experience. And I've shared that so many times in, in my speaking and in my writing, because it's that moment of, of just that sense of like, you're adding value to somebody's life. Like you just made a difference in someone's life and they are empowered because of it. They are a better person and their life takes on just such a new uh, sense of vibrancy and direction. And so that was just an incredible moment for me. So Fire Nation, I mean, that must give you some perception of reality right there. When you get stuck in traffic and you're so frustrated or your coffee's cold all of a sudden, like those little negatives in life, when you put it up against some things that other people are experiencing and going through, we really just need to focus on how amazing and special and wonderful the gift that we have as entrepreneurs and we just need to choose to use it. So mm-hmm. Dave, what I really want to talk about now is the entrepreneurial journey because you've seen it as a coach, you've experienced it as an entrepreneur. It's an emotional roller coaster, baby. I mean, we are yes. at the highest of highs, we are at the lowest of lows within hours of each other. Right. How do you keep some semblance of a balance? Yeah, that's a great question. Two things come to mind. One would be having a support system around you. You know, that is key. I, I've, I've, I didn't have that for a long time. And uh, in the last couple of years, I've really been intentional about gathering around people who are like-minded, you know, being a part of a mastermind of guys that are just incredible entrepreneurs, you know, and maybe they're doing different things that I'm doing, but we can come together and we can share our learnings, our insights, our struggles, our frustrations. And that has been huge. And some of the closest friends that I have now are people that I've just met online that I've never even met face to face. It's so cool. And uh, having that support system is huge if you're going to thrive as an entrepreneur. And then secondly, I think just to be a reader, you know, to continually grow. I think it, I don't know if it was John Maxwell, somebody said, you know, leaders are readers. You know, we have to be readers. We have to be digging into good content to keep us sharp, to keep us focused, to keep us going forward. Masterminds in reading, Fire Nation, you simply can't go wrong. That great Jim Rohn quote, you are the average of the five Mm. people you surround yourself most with. And if you're reading all the time, guess what? You're actually surrounding yourself with those authors, with those great entrepreneurs as well. So that is an amazing direction to take and a great way to spend your free time. So Mm. Dave, what I really want to talk about now is today, your present business. Share with Fire Nation one thing that just has you fired up right now. Yeah, absolutely. My, the thing that 
fires me up right now is my coaching. It's called Learning to Thrive Coaching. And the purpose is to help people take action. So it's a holistic approach. So it could be in their businesses, in their calling, in their vocation, or it could be their relationships, you know, their marriage, their family. Um, maybe it's an emotional thing that they're struggling with, but helping them take those steps. And one of the things I talk about in the coaching is what I call destiny deterrence. And we all have deterrence in life that are trying to push us off that path that path of success, that path that we're called to be on. And I I try to help people identify what are those deterrents that are pushing you off that path and then recognizing that and then taking steps to change and make a difference. Destiny deterrence, D squared, double D fire nation. I love that. I'm going to put that into my vocabulary, Dave. Destiny deterrence. So Dave, we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Planning for your future is important. I don't have to tell you that, but I know firsthand that there's a lot on your plate when you're building your own business. It can be easy to forget important steps like protecting your assets with LLCs, S-Corps, trademarks, and more. Insurance, financial planning, yep, that's also your responsibility. Wouldn't it be nice if you had a single place you could go to for all the legal help that you can trust? Someone who can provide you peace of mind that your finances are legally protected. Great news, it exists. LegalZoom has been helping clients for over 13 years, and their services are developed by some of the best legal minds in the country. Visit LegalZoom, and they'll take care of you from start to finish. For special savings, visit LegalZoom.com, enter promo code FIRE in the referral box at checkout. LegalZoom was developed by top attorneys to provide self-help services at your specific direction, but they're not a law firm. Legal help is furnished through vetted independent attorneys. So that's LegalZoom.com, promo code FIRE. My favorite thing about owning and running my own business is the freedom it affords me, the freedom to do the things that I'm passionate about, and the freedom to be truly location independent. With the help of the incredible internet, I'm able to stay in touch with my audience via social media, provide valuable content that's scheduled out in advance so I never skip a beat, and engage via email with partners to ensure everything is running smoothly. And with the help of eVoice, I'm also able to stay in touch via phone. eVoice transforms any phone into your business phone, making it easy to stay in touch when it's most important. So whether you're on a tropical vacation or spending the week in the mountains with your family, you'll always have the ability to be in touch if you want to be. Right now, you can try eVoice free for 30 days, plus get a special discount of $5 off every month forever. Go to eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. That's eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. So Dave, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning rounds, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Absolutely. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? The thing that was holding me back the most uh, was the fear of failure. And to be honest, it's something I still struggle with today. And it's that fear of just really, what if this doesn't work? You know, what if nobody reads what I write or listens to what I have to say? And that fear of failure failure really kept me back from a long time. And, you know, that, that DNA of that entrepreneur DNA has always been within me, but I really was afraid to activate it. And I think the way to activate it is just by taking a step and continuing to take the steps. Dave, what is the best advice you've ever received? So two things come to mind. One was 
uh, just about two years ago, and I was listening to a podcast by Michael Hyatt, and he said, when is the best time to build your platform? Well, six years ago. When's the second best time? <laughs> Today. Right, right now, exactly. And that right now is like, okay, I can do this. That was the affirmation I needed. Like, okay, it's not too late. You know, I can get my voice out there. So that, and then the second thing was, I was lamenting to my friend who's a successful online business person about, you know, not feeling like I'm doing enough or whatever. And he said, Dave, you're doing it. You're doing the work. And that sentence really debunked for me the myth that I had to arrive at a certain place in life before I'm, you know, quote, successful. And I think that's not true at all. Great advice. We love Michael Hyatt. He's been a repeat guest on Entrepreneur on Fire, one of nine out of over 628 episodes. He's just a great guy, a great entrepreneur. And he did... uh, He's a little uh, creative influence with that with that quote. It's an old Chinese proverb. When's the best time to plant <sighs> a tree? Twenty years ago. When's the huh. second best time? Today. Come right. on, <laughs> right, right. Dave. Share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. Sure. So I do what I call a growth goal, and every week I write on my Evernote app on my iPhone, a new goal that I want to focus on. It's usually one word or maybe a couple words, but it's, it's one thing that I want to just be narrow, you know, laser focused on. And so it could be something that I, you know, a personal habit, uh, a personal virtue that I want to work on, or maybe it's something to do with my work or within my family. But it's one thing that I do every week and I change it each Monday. It's called a growth goal. So that's one thing I do. One focus. And Dave, I'm testing you because I just told you three and a half minutes ago. What does the acronym FOCUS stand for? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. Follow outcome? No, I'm, I'm blowing it, John. I'm follow so one course until one success. Course success. You just had 10,000 people screaming into their car stereos and iPods right now around the world. But that's okay. We're going to give you a pass on that one. I might test you at the end, though, so I hope okay. you're listening. Okay, I know. Okay. Dave, okay. do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Yeah. For, for Twitter, I've recently discovered a great tool called uh, Twuffer. And Twuffer is, uh, allows you to schedule your tweets in advance. You know, so for me, I have like a Word doc where I have like inspirational quotes and stuff. And I can just copy and paste right into Twuffer and then just schedule them out. And this is great if you're a blogger or if you have a product you want to sell. And you don't have to think about, oh, how often have I tweeted today or this week? And you can just schedule them out. And it really makes it easy to, to just do and get it done. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've been chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Dave Arnold. Dave, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? So the book that I'd recommend is by Malcolm Gladwell, David and Goliath. And the subtitle is Underdogs, Misfits, and the Art of Battling Giants. And Gladwell just is an incredible storyteller uh, talking about people and how they overcome obstacles, some sort of disability or tragedy, you name it, to really change the world. I mean, he just takes these stories and just makes them come alive. Like you just feel like you know these people. It's a great book. It's very inspirational and really kind of helps rethink some things about what it means to be an underdog, what it means to be kind of, uh, you know, uh, different or, you know, not understood or whatever. 
Well, I actually have a little story about this book. Specifically, I was called up to San Francisco to meet with iTunes because in 2013, Dave, Entrepreneur Fire won Best in iTunes. So I got to sit down with them at their headquarters. But I wanted to do a little exploring of San Francisco before that. So I landed. I had all day to myself. So I downloaded that audiobook and then I mapped out a little running course of San Francisco, not really knowing the city, not really looking at what the mileage was. I'm like, I'm just going to run from here to the Golden Gate Bridge, across it and back. Well, long story short, and 15.5 miles later, I did not know I was running a half marathon that day. And believe me, I walked <laughs> plenty of it. But <laughs> the only thing that really kept me going and stopped me from hailing a cab was the audiobook David and Goliath. And that mm. was an amazing listen. I consumed it all in one day mm. and I loved it. It has some astounding and amazing insights. So Fire Nation, I know you love audio too. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Dave, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Yeah, that is a great question. I've been thinking about this quite often, actually. <laughs> you woke up sweating in the middle of the night. No, right, yeah, $500. Ab- absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so what I would do is first I would create a website, you know, a very affordable free website such as WordPress, and I would start getting my voice out there, start writing content and so forth. Secondly, I would narrow down my audience. This is so important. You know, who do I want to reach? Who do I want to impact, you know, who's my target audience, who, what needs are out there, and so forth. Next, I would then develop products within the budget I have, I've been given, such as ebooks. Uh, you can do that fairly cheap, um, webinars, offering free webinars to, get, to give great content to build your email list and, and to get your word out there and your voice out there, and, uh, and so forth, to give as much content and much value as I can. And then last, I would review what I did and then tweak things so I could make it even better. So in other words, Dave, you would focus. Yeah, yes. I'm not going to embarrass you again, my friends. I can do it. Focus <laughs> on one course until successful. Oh, we're going to give it to you. The golden, the golden ring. Good job, Dave. Love <laughs> it. So Dave, thank you for being so open, so honest, so generous, so inspiring today. Let's end with you sharing with Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Absolutely. So I would just encourage you to write down those three things or two things or four things, whatever, that most make you feel alive, that you're most passionate about, that you wake up thinking about in the morning, you go to bed at night thinking about, what are those things? And then write them down and then start moving toward those things, those taking action steps to make those things, to activate those things in your life. And uh, you can find me at www.DaveArnoldSpeaks.com. So Dave, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've talked about in today's episode by going to eofire.com. Just type Dave in the search bar, Fire Nation, and his show notes page will pop right up. And Dave, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. Fire Nation, is it time to take your business to the next level? 
Podcasting is the answer, and it's so simple. Even a main man can do it. Join me for our free live podcast workshop every week. Just visit podcastersparadise.com to grab your spot today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.